set. Go. Yay. I think we started like that last time. Cool. We're here with another episode of Tales from the Farm. Hi. We started kidding within this last week. I'm just going to snuggle closer together because I think the microphone... I don't remember how to set up two microphones. Yeah, we tried and it didn't work. My old computer tries to crash. So, yeah. Um, It's been not quite a month since we recorded last. And... Some things have happened, I guess. The yeah. Power, the power came on. Yeah, the power came on. They decided to come and set the pole on the windiest, coldest day of the winter. But, okay. Great. The power is on now. Pole set. Line was pulled across. Our electricians came in and f- finished up everything and let there be light. And that has, and oh man, some changes in the barn in the last week have been delightful. Well, well even longer since we visited. I mean, the, we talked about the hay mangers that we built that were really awesome. Mm-hmm. So we put those in place, and Kara cut some holes in the second story so that we can drop hay down from the hayloft right over the manger. So that makes it convenient. Now, are you just saying that to humor me? Yes. I can't tell if you're just doing putting the hay down those holes to humor me, too. Yeah, I mean, it is convenient. Okay. I'd rather not drop them on the ground and then feed them out. Okay. This was a point of contention between me and Devin because there were already holes in the floor previously to drop hay down, but they were not in optimal locations because it was a tie stall barn. So the holes in the floor from the hayloft to the first floor where the cows were were just like in the corners of the barn. Yeah, where they had a bin. So they could just drop hay down and and then then spread it all in front of the cows because the cows had their butts facing to the middle of the barn and their heads facing to the outside. Right. So they could drop a bale of hay and then just spread it in front of all the cows. But the goats have free reign of the whole... Probably like, what is it, like 40 40 by 40 space in there now. So we were just dropping it on the floor and then lifting it up into the mangers and spreading it out. And I would get mad at them because they would all charge me like a bunch of crazy zombies. Yeah, and I kind of... And they'd like squish me. And Devin thinks that's cute and funny. Yeah, I like being squished by the goats and I kind of like feeding them and I like the haygasms. (laughs) <laughs> that that is our term for all the happy happy noises the goats make yeah they make a lot of happy noises when you put hay out and if it's a good hay they really get crazy with their noises so they're nubians they've got a lot to say mm-hmm. um but i drives me crazy being squished. To be squished and have them all charge me and... Uh, have to stand up on the manger. So I... It's not ideal. I'm sure I'll tweak it as time goes on. Because the holes really should be bigger. But yeah, we're and they limited, should be framed in, too. They're, we're limited by the, si- the space between the floor joists. We can't cut through the floor joists because those hold the barn up. Right. Those are slightly important. Mm-hmm. Um, so... But I prefer to not 
get trampled by crazy goats. Yeah. Um, yeah. We got a, we've, since electricity was set up, we finalized our Richie oh, yeah. automatic waterer. And yep. I had to revisit that again this week, um, which proved itself to be a little bit of a project. It was a project itself, getting the Richie set up in there. And then I had to move it like a foot, which was, <laughs> didn't seem like a big deal, but it, it is a big deal. So, so it's electricity and plumbing coming from plumbing. inside the wall. And yeah, it was, it was tricky. And the outside wall is corrugated steel. It's yeah. So it was fun. It was fun. We but can, why we were doing that was because we were trying to gate off. Yeah, we bought some nice galvanized gates with the wire welded mesh on them to like make a twelve by twelve birthing stall. It's probably a little bigger than that. Actually, it's pretty big. It's a big it's stall. Like, yeah, fourteen or fifteen feet. And we bought a ten foot gate and a six foot gate, and then put one of our mangers in between. To like make it like a square, and so the idea is we can put the close up does, like the imminent kidding, like either they're gonna kid tonight or they're gonna kid in the morning, yeah, or they're in the process of kidding, and we don't want to fend off all the yearlings that are in there being a total pain, yeah, or other goats just being too nosy. We'd put them in this pen. We but, can gate off the one corner and have the space where we can put our towels and it opens right into the treatment room. And yeah. So we just needed to move the water so that the gate would be in the ideal place and nice and straight and not angled. And be able to fold the gate against the against wall. The, yeah, that, that was the biggest, mm-hmm. biggest thing is that we're going to put the gates in. We didn't want to have to pull them off the pins every time we needed to use them. We just want to be able to fold the gates and latch them against the wall. And the, we couldn't do that because it would have been in the way of the door. Yeah. And we can't have it be in the way of the door. So. But, yeah, so that has happened. The Richie waterers is amazing. Really, the goats just get free rain of water and and this it sounds like a silly it sounds like a silly thing too, like it's fresh having an automatic waterer like that's heated, yeah, I mean, it's not warm, warm. they still like but it's heated, yeah, so it's not gonna freeze um, but if you spend. Five minutes twice a day, at least dealing with the waterer, the water trough to fill it up. Like I'm being kind of conservative, probably. Yeah, you are big time. I mean, they drink that many goats drink more than a hundred gallons of water a day in the cold, and when it's hot out, they like you could fill those buckets. You could be four hundred yeah, gallons. Like drinking so for like, them to drink and have a constant supply of fresh water is ideal. Yeah. But just this from like this is like a farming thing is like every little aspect that you can save five minutes here and five minutes there. Like it doesn't sound like a big deal, but if you're spending five minutes twice a day just standing there waiting for the hose to fill up the thing, that's ten minutes a day. Yeah, do the that's math. Seventy minutes a week. Yeah, do that's the an math. hour and ten minutes a week waiting for the hose to fill up the thing. Right. Which is crazy. Yeah. It's like that's a lot of time. Valuable time. Mm-hmm. So that's set up. Um, our we got our hot water heater installed. Yeah, Insta Hot Renai Propane. 
uh, hot water heater on demand unit, commercial unit. Um, what are you doing? It's got some serious upgrades being a com- commercial unit. Get, like, That's exactly what we had. I think it's a little bit nicer than the one we had in Acton, honestly. Right. I mean, because when did we put that one in in Acton? Five years ago, six years ago, 2013 or so. They've changed a little bit. So this thing is bigger, I think, and more powerful. It gets real hot. Yeah. So there's been a lot of work to get there. Devin did all the plumbing of that, and basically, like, well, not only that, I did a lot of plumbing to one, two, three, four sinks. Yeah. So like, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of sinks, and. Hot and cold. <clears throat> so I had did all this plumbing like months ago. All, most of the plumbing has been done for a month plus, 90% of it. And I've been waiting for this hot water heater to get installed and then waiting for the propane to be installed and then waiting for the propane to be bled. And, yeah, it's just – there was a lot of steps. But it's – I mean – it was a huge I'm, deal for me to have that thing come and for it to yeah. fire up. There was so and, and much been, work. It's been like two days. Like most of the systems that we use is water. We and use a lot of water. It's life changing. Yeah. The way we, it's really starting to sink in now that the power's on, the hot water heater's installed. We have a sink in the barn. We have multiple to sinks. To wash all the kid multiple, bottles. Multiple counters. I got an induction hot plate to heat up milk for kids out there. And it heats up milk like there's, there's crazy fast. Freaking laundry yeah. in the barn. Laundry in the barn has always been a dream of mine. And now it's a reality. It's, it's, a, it's a smaller apartment style stackable washer and dryer. And it's electric, and it was a hand-me-down from my mom. Shout out to my mom. And it needs some a little. It needed a little bit of work, but it works, and it works great. Actually, it's a whirlpool. No, it's a Maytag. So it's it's a beast. It works really well. But like running a dryer vent out and up and over, that was a project getting water to it, getting the electrical to it. And that by the thing. whole thing, though, <clears throat> of like we've got that little corner gated off for kidding, and I put in some shelves right next to the washer dryer that have all the kidding towels. And now, like, the in, <laughs> in Acton, the barn, I mean, the barn here is still separate from the house, but in Acton there was no hot water in the barn. There's no way to heat stuff up in the barn. Like, it's just like now all the barn stuff is in the barn. Yeah, we could live out there, really. The only thing that's not in the barn right now that we're probably going to wait until next season at this point is put in some um, electric heaters. Oh, yeah. Some we'll wall try heaters. We'll get that done over the summer, maybe. Yeah, when we don't need them. Yeah. Get them with some electric ones. Just like they mount in the wall. They have a fan, a thermostat. Kara calls them tack room heaters, I guess. Um, but put put a few of those in, and then we should be good. Yeah. Some door. We have to put some really nice fancy doors in, restaurant doors to divide all the rooms up. There's still plenty of work to be done, but we're really getting there. We're, we're getting really close to being totally ready for kids. <laughs> <No>. Um. <laughs> 
There's kids. There's kids anyway, now. Yeah. Even though we're not totally ready. There's go kids here. I think there's, what, 14 or something? Yeah. Thereabouts. We've kitted six does. Yeah. And everybody's doing well. Yep. It's all been pretty good. Just yep. been three first timers. Yep. And they're really good. Oh. There were some AI babies that have had babies. Yeah. And it's looking pretty nice. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's birthing went pretty good with them. There was only been earlier this week there was a night of surprises. Yeah, man. It's weird. <laughs> like, you know, I We go out and we like look and you know, generally we're pretty good at knowing when a doe's gonna kid either overnight or in the morning. Yeah. And I would we'll say wake up and yeah. also like Having power is magical because now we have the cameras out there. Yep, and we have red light district, which is really go- cool. Like we strung up red lights in there, red Christmas lights for a night light, and it's on a dual switch, which is really nice. We so the there's dedicated outlets put in the forty by forty goat space with two cameras in each opposing corner that face out, and they've got night vision and sound, and they're movable and all that and uh but then we have a switch that turns the lights daylight on and then nighttime on so we get to flip them on and off and the nighttime is just a bunch of red christmas lights a lot of red christmas lights actually and it's like looks like daytime in there on the cameras at nighttime and to the goats it's nighttime because it's nice and it's actually pretty nice and dark in there yeah so it works out really well that was a kara idea that she got from the sheep barn Mm-hmm. At Tufts, so well. I mean, your so your red <clears throat> your red light waves are less uh, frequency, right? Mm-hmm. So it's easier on the eyes, which yeah. is like why back in the day before we all used our cell phones for our alarm clocks. Yeah, when you had a they had the red lights on a, the yeah your digital alarm clock that played the radio in the morning was red and that was nicer than the ones that were green. Yeah. So green ones are harsher. Mm -hmm. So the red lights are nice. We can go out there and not turn on the bright lights and not wake everybody up. Right. And still see what's going on. on. Yeah. But we got up a couple mornings ago and looked at the cameras and like, Oh look, there's babies. And the, (laughs) the first fresheners, the two sisters, First fresheners have baby rabies so bad. Yeah, just obsessed with babies. They're, they're pretty funny. So they they, they all they all f- probably ran to the new babies, and they were all nice and cleaned off and were full of Beasts. milk. And there like were ten pounds each. Really big babies, but it was a older doe that gave birth, so she was she was definitely well seasoned. Um, it's kind of nice for them to take all. Yeah, it was. Though. Yeah, um, it was a good surprise. But hey. yeah, I mean, everybody's everybody's doing pretty good. Yeah, goats are doing great. It's pretty muddy here. Yeah, we're not used to this. Acton was very gravelly and sandy and open soil. Everything drained right away, which means. It was hard to grow grass and hard to grow anything, really. Um, but here it's clay. Here it's clay and really nice topsoil. Not a lot of sand, not a lot of 
You have to dig down far to get to like nice, easy draining soil. Yeah, it's definitely like old river basin. I would say land, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's beautiful for growing, but mm-hmm. it's definitely really muddy in trafficked areas. Um, but the ghosts won't go outside in that, so they have a little bit of of a area outside. That they go out, they have free reign to go out, but they wouldn't go very far in the mud. Um, but yeah, it's muddy, and we're not used to it, and we have lots of dogs, so it's mm. been kind of fun with the mud. Hopefully, fun, fun. Yeah, hopefully, we have pieces of plywood everywhere. Ugh, it looks so trashy right now, but it helps. We're <laughs> at, we're almost at the place too. We've been talking about like we've had all this dairy stuff packed into this like little breezeway room in the house because we had no other place to put it and now we're like on the verge of being able to move that into the dairy yeah we're about is, to set up the dairy for real which is also exciting yeah we're gonna I mean, there's there's tons of work to do yeah there's still tons of work to do but we i think we've kind of like turned the corner on the amount of work to be done i think it's starting to go on the down slope yeah at least i feel like really we need to build some pens and set up mm-hmm. the milking machine stuff. Mm-hmm. And I set up the temporary milking equipment so yeah. that for the we time being we can milk on our pails. But we have a whole pipeline clean in place system with like a receiving jar and electronic pulsation and beautiful. a vacuum line, and a clean line and a milk line. We have all this stuff and I just don't know how it goes back together. Like we'll figure I, it out. I'll figure it out. It's labeled A A pieces <laughs> cut, B B pieces cut, and like I just have to figure it out and put it together. And um, yeah, I welded this the six goat milking stanchion back together. That's together, and I built some stairs to get up onto the stand. I have to build mm-hmm. a guillotine door. Mm-hmm. On a double block pulley system, probably going to build it out of Azac and have a nice track so it never never rots and never goes anywhere. And have to build that pen too, get some more gates. And it's definitely been long days. Like the other night, Devin was trying to finish two nights up in a row. The, Devin was trying to finish up the plumbing for the hot water heater so we could get that going because we had to have first we had one guy come out and do a quote for the hot water heater. And it was like, what was his quote? Like 4500 bucks or something like that? It was like way, that? way high. And he's like, this is a competitive and then, competitive <laughs> estimate. I'm like, LOL. And then Devin saw, we have, a, we have a fireplace guy that we love that we worked with in Acton. And we've had him out to look at the fireplaces in the house. And he's awesome. He's not afraid of doing stuff. Yeah, he takes a good um, challenge. Yeah, he's great. So Devin Devin saw on his Facebook that he was doing hot water heater installs. And so we called him and he came back with like a $2,500 quote. Yeah, I think the original one was like under $2,000. And I'm like, yep, whenever. And he's like, next Tuesday. I'm like, what? Okay, sure. Yeah. So, So, yeah, we went with him. It was awesome. It went really good. And then, but then we had to wait for the propane people to come out. Yeah, and that was two trips. They had to come out and make an estimate. And is this okay? Is this how you want this? I'm like, yeah, just poke it up. And so then they came a week later after that to install it. 
Everything's a process, man. And then they gave me just enough gas to like prime the system. And then a few days later, they come out and fill the tank. And then they have to come back in a month once the ice goes away because they set it down on ice. (laughs) So they have to come back. And they couldn't attach the line to the barn because the barn needs to be sided. So the line is just like... Hanging out. Hanging out. (sighs) But it's, it's... Progress has been made, so... And, man, it's so nice to leave all the milking dishes out. Like, everything associated with the dairy is not in our house. It's absolutely crazy because everything in Acton was, like, the dairy. Constant spillover. Constant. Like, in the basement was was my dairy. And then, like, the kitchen and the laundry was upstairs and... Like, we were just in and out all the time, and, mm-hmm. like, we needed something or the water got cold to be, like, running back and forth between the buildings. Mm-hmm. They weren't far, but it was just... The just, amount of time walking back and yeah, forth between buildings. Yeah, like, 27,000 steps a day when we're kidding. Yeah. It's just insane. Up and down, flights of stairs, all, like, it just... It was not efficient at all, and, like, we're getting to a point where it's, like... Should be good. Mind blowing efficient. It's like I can't believe how like even in Acton six to ten, no five to ten goats and milk wasn't that big of a deal to me. Really wasn't. Yeah, it was a lot of work because of the efficiency. But like here, I'm like, this is like Yeah, this is really good. We've still been like down to the wire, especially with like, oh yeah, kids timing. Space. Timing is this. We're building stuff and kidding is hard. Yeah, that's like, we're building across the second story of the barn. So, like the kids will move across the barn as they get older, and yeah, down the line. Yeah, and we're kind of building as we go. Like we need to build some more pens. So when the next round of kids comes, which, we can move them down. I think next week. I think we've got a couple days, potentially Monday. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, we'll be in summer, and then we've got a couple weeks. It looks like. Yeah, but then it goes bang. Yeah, the end of March is going to be. So by the end of this month, I'd like to see. I'd like to see all the pens built. We have to go buy another like sixty-two by fours and some sheets of plywood. We're going to run out mm. of. Well, basically, what we've been doing upstairs is reusing tons of lumber that was saved from the dumpster from all the plywood work that was done on our projects here. We had the whole roof done, resheathed on the the main house, the farmhouse, and then the big barn and the new building off of the new of, of the old barn has all been resheathed. So we have all these cutoffs and angle pieces of really good exterior yeah, grade plywood that was just being thrown in the dumpster. And I said, no more, just lean it all up outside the dumpster and I'll move it to upstairs. Cause I need to put pissy plywood down on the old barn board floors so that pee doesn't go so Everywhere. yeah, what we're doing like, on the second floor is putting a layer of like roofing ice and water shield down and then on top cov- of the plywood. On top well, on top of the 
barn board. Oh, no, boards, yeah, on top of the barn boards. And then covering the whole thing with plywood. Yeah, and it's a Vantech, really good exterior-grade plywood, and we're just like, like a puzzle. Well, know, some this- of it was very satisfying, because it was like one angle cut across a piece of plywood, and then you just find the cut. other angle cut and put them together, and you have a whole sheet of plywood. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I guess when you buy pallets of plywood, it's probably way cheaper than buying it by the sheet, I would assume. And, like, a bunch of pallets get dropped off. So, I mean, we used some sheets to do the pig hutches. Mm-hmm. And we used some sheets, I don't know, other places. I think, no, it was basically the pig hutch. Yeah. But, like, even the FRP cutoff cutoffs mm, yeah, from the dairy. Yeah, we kept all those, too, because then we're, we have to go up the wall the exterior wall of the barn um, and then putting the inside of that, lining it with the FRP, the white FRP. I mean, it we're makes not getting it brighter. It makes it easier to yeah, clean. We're not, we're like, not getting crazy about like it. Trimming but, the FRP with the butt pieces and the end cap pieces and the corner. Pe- we're not doing all that. We're just like finish nailing little finish brads, nailing it to the plywood just to, I guess they're, who is kind of gross from their babies and, and they like to put it to everywhere and it's all there. Yeah. Like there's plenty of the stuff, plenty so. of the material. So do it. So we're doing that. Yeah. And I did a whole, Oh my God, I did a whole bunch of wiring upstairs. So after oh, like yeah. the electricity was installed, I went crazy. There so was, was like all kinds of outlets and light switches. Yeah, and no more no. walking around on the second floor of the barn. Yeah. There was no on. lights up there. Anyway, I had the electricians like stop, like no upstairs, just make sure that it's a huge panel so I could put a bunch of breakers in it. And I want a nice panel. So they, Top-of-the-line panel, really easy access, really good working panel, very big. And I'm not afraid of electricity. I've done lots of boat wiring. I've done lots of wiring in Acton. So, yeah, I can plumb. I can wire. I can basically do everything, but I'm scared of gas. And you should be. So, mm. um, so yeah, I put in lots of lights. Four lights that are on two on a two-way switch, and then an outside big floodlight uh, across the big sliding door. And then there's six lights underneath the Go Kids on a separate switch. And Kara cut two big giant holes in the ceiling, one for our goat dumbwaiter. Oh, my God. That was awful. And then one for the ladder. We have a wall-mounted ladder, a 12-foot wall-mounted ladder that goes up. Well, we just have a regular ladder. We just ladder have a regular ladder in the hole. There will be a wall-mounted There will be a ladder. Wall ladder. But Kara did all the, like, FRP trim to match the FRP. On one side. On one it's side. It's the worst. It's like, pretty difficult. Uh, it's a difficult thing. Hole Nothing is square. Terrible. Everything is crooked. And you're, like, working in a hole. Like, the floor, the depth of the floor is the depth of the floor joists that hold the second floor of the barn up. So those are big pieces of wood. They're, like, three... Two, three inches thick? Yeah, at least. Maybe four? Yeah, four and by then, 12. And then they're like 12 inches 14, deep. 12 by 14. Big pieces. And so, like, you, I'm making, trying to make this hole that's and like the 18, moved. 20 inches wide yeah. by, like, 24 inches long by 
the thickness of the wood. 14 inches deep. Yeah. And like line it and make it look reasonably okay. And trim it so it looks good. So like the edges aren't hanging over. Uh, and just hanging over that hole. It's very hard on the knees and the back. Yeah. And it's halfway done and I'm avoiding doing the other half. Yeah, I am But too. I need to do it because. We bought, any one of us could do it and. You have to scribe everything. Everything is custom cut and nothing, you can't, nothing is square. And it's, but any, anyway, we have a ladder that goes straight up from the treatment room and we carry the goat kids up there and we put them in their goat pen areas. And eventually there's a light switch right there that turns all the lights on. And then they have a rewired all our barrels, our heat, our little goat ovens. And uh, it's all done up really nice and fancy and metal conduit. And there's like 16 outlets on that wall. So there's plenty of places to plug in the barrels or plug in anything you need. So, yeah, that was a big project uh, doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but we still need to put the rest. We need more plywood for the floor. Mm-hmm. We need more ice and water shield. Mm-hmm. We and can get another row of kid pens made before we need to do the floor again. And when we need to move the floor over, we're going to have to clean up all that stuff. Oh, God. That's over. The The area of barn stuff to clean up is definitely getting smaller, though. Yeah. Especially when you break glass. Like I did today on accident. Yeah. That was a big piece of glass. My bad. But, yeah. So, it's coming along. Yep. Just remember my, try to keep it in my mind as I work until 8, 9 o'clock. That the things that I'm doing are infrastructure things that are going to be permanent. That I will not have to do next season or yeah, there'll probably be other things that I need to do next season, but the infrastructure will be in place, will not be removed. It is permanent. These things stay in place and I will not have to do them again. And that's what I continue to tell myself as I work these long hours, full huge days, um, that it won't be like this forever. And I did this where we built this over here to streamline it and to be, economy of scale and to make it easier for us so we can do it for longer because we're only getting older and I don't want to stop anytime soon. So trying to make our lives easier. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be things we know there's going to be things that we do that we're like, Oh, we're gonna have to adjust that or change that. Right. Make this better. But Mm. for the most part, We've been doing this for a while. Yeah. We haven't we had ideas of things that needed to change for us to not lose our minds. Like yeah. having a sink to wash and laundry. Baby bottles in the barn. Yeah, and hundred hundred to fifty degree water at taps everywhere. Yeah. Life changing. Mm-hmm. Best day ever. Yeah. Hmm. Still plenty to do. Mm-hmm. But uh I think, that's, I think that, that covers that was the pretty, high points. Yeah, that's definitely covered the high points. I think next time we talk, there'll probably be some talk about a goat elevator. Yeah. And maybe some crazy anti-milking glass receiving jars. And oh, we have all kinds of 
fun things can, to talk then about. We can clear the all the dairy stuff out of the shed and get all the shed stuff. Well, we don't want to spoil too much. Yeah. Well, some of the stuff like we should. I'll take pictures and put them on Instagram and stuff like that. Yeah. All right, but that's gonna do it for now. I think. Yes. I think. Yeah. Yep. Happy kidding, everybody. Yep. Happy kidding. Happy lambing. <laughs> There's some other sheep people out there listening. Yeah. Lambing and kidding season is here. You will have no time to eat or sleep. Yep. Join the club. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you guys in a few weeks. In a month. Bye. Bye. Bye.